Hi, welcome back to Afternoon Bloom. This is Rachel Helm, and I'm very excited to announce that you can now listen to this podcast on Spotify. That was a big, exciting moment for us um, in the last few episodes. So um, if you're listening to us on Spotify, hey, we're very excited to be here. Uh, So... um, Thank you for all the feedback from last week's uh, two-parter with Maria, or maybe it was the week before. Again, we've been having a little too much fun. It doesn't matter. The last two episodes were super, super fun to record. Um, Maria is incredible. She actually gave me a few tidbits of information for this week's episode, which I'm super happy about. Uh, So yeah, she's just great. Las Chicas is great. Thank you for the feedback on that. You guys are incredible. I'm aware of how incredible she is too. So I definitely passed along all the love you had for Maria to her um, and everybody else at Las Chicas. So thanks. Today, I wanted to talk about uh, what are roast profiles. This is something I felt like we kind of covered and then I forget that everybody is new again. So it's kind of nice to be um, sort of proposed questions that... I forget you don't know about and I got into this conversation with somebody about floral notes in coffee the other day and she was like wait but at what point are you taking the flowers and adding them to the roaster like don't do they set on fire or she said something like that I was like oh girl okay we'll backtrack <laughs> let's cover that uh, so that was a nice little refresh because you know I can often get caught up in all of this so Um, Yeah, I just want to talk about that today. Clear the air. I know there's a lot of confusing things, um, the difference between a light and a dark, and we did talk about that, but I kind of wanted to talk in a more general sense, um, all the roast profiles in between a light and a dark, because personally, I don't think light and dark um, does justice to the amount of flavors and possibilities within that range of, um, you know, different beans and profiles and um, Maria always brings this up. She's like, I hate putting dark coffee on the package. Like, I, I don't want somebody to write it off just because it says it's dark. Like, maybe this could be the absolute perfect coffee for you. You just, you know, you've got this opinion about dark and that it's going to be bitter and all these different things. And who's to say that just because it was roasted longer, um, that it, it lost anything. So, um, yeah, we're just going to talk about that today because I think it's super, super interesting. And this is pretty much, um, what my entire job is, is roasting and developing roast profiles. So this is a fun episode for me. So if you're familiar with Las Chicas and you were to look at the bags, you could see that, um, they would say like, Don Ray's Private Reserve or Bourbon or they'd kind of say the variety of the bean somewhere on the bag and then it would say City Roast or Breakfast Roast or Viennese Roast or Continental Roast or French Roast. There's there's five different roast profiles and I think looking at the bag is kind of overwhelming. You see all these different names for things like is this a Viennese? How come there are three different Viennese you offer? What's the difference? And so I mean, I'm only speaking specifically for like the Las Chicas labeling, but this really kind of scales the whole industry. So um, I will be using Las Chicas as an example, but not not let this doesn't translate into any other packaging. So that's a huge question when people are like, I don't understand what a city roast is. I don't understand what a Viennese roast is. And honestly, this confused me for a long time because I kind of learned it the other way. I just knew... Um, we're going to take this bean out at a 415. That'll be the SHG bean. Um, and that 
we're going to call it a breakfast on the packaging. So I kind of learned it the other way forward, being like, I don't know why they call it that. I just know it's a light roast. Um, so we're going to mend that. And I recently learned uh, why. So back in the day, what they would do is... Um, you know, people were not concerned about the origin of a coffee. They were not concerned about how high it was grown. Um, it, you know, consumers just didn't ask for as much back in the day. I mean, it was a newer thing. I get it. Um, but it's kind of funny the way we've transitioned to now where you have all these uh, single varietals. And a single varietal, if you don't know, is just it's one kind of variety um, roasted the same way. It's it's um, as pure as it'll get, really. Um, whereas a blend is, you could have maybe a bourbon and a cachoeye and something else, and it's all blended together. Um, and it's either blended together before or after the roast. I think that really depends on, you know, the roaster you're asking, but sometimes they're blended right at the farm level. Uh, so just to give you an idea of what that means. So back in the day, they blended everything. It didn't even matter the country. Like nowadays we get so, so specific about exactly the farm, exactly the varietal. I mean, we know so much about that bean back then. Like Maria told me you'd have up to nine beans and nine or 10 beans, um, you know, from all over the world blended together, you know, burnt super dark. So you could kind of mask all those differences. Uh, it was just a wild time. I mean, much different than it is now. So, uh, and that kind of goes to show it makes sense why there's been such, um, such a big commotion with the third wave when it comes to noticing flavors and expecting more from baristas and, and all these things really link together because the quality of things has just risen and risen and risen. So, um, yeah, so back in the day, uh, they they just had all these beans and you kind of had the, the traditional like French or Italian roasts and those were usually really, really dark roasts to kind of mimic what they were drinking in, uh, in uh, France and in Italy. So, uh, you know, they were drinking dark espresso, dark, dark, dark coffee. So that kind of mimicked that. And then you know, for the home consumer walking through the grocery store, they needed middle ground, you know, so they created these breakfast roasts, and this was supposed to be a light and clean and, and like a light roast, really, um, but something, you know, when you hear breakfast, you think, I can have this at the start of the day, and um, it's easy, you could add a little milk, and then they created, like, the Viennese and continental roasts as cause something to kind of bridge the two, um, so it's not super, super dark, but it's not super, super light. And then they also created the city roast. Um, so they kind of created all these profiles. And the the trick with that is where it gets confusing is, you know, a breakfast is a light roast. A city is a medium roast. A Viennese and a continental are dark roast. You know, French and Italian, in my opinion, are burnt roast. So um, there's these kind of scale of things. But mind you, every single roaster has a different scale that they're roasting on personally. So um, we kind of brought up an interesting point that, you know, maybe the way we're moving with all of our information lately, um, maybe we'll get to the point where people are, um, they're putting the actual temperature on the bags. Like maybe this is a Bourbon roasted at 400 degrees. Maybe this is a French roasted at 450 degrees, 460 degrees. I don't know. Um, we've had people come in to practice on our roasters who roast drastically darker than we do. So, I mean, that comes back to everything I said about cupping. I mean, all of this flavor development, you don't know what you're doing at the roaster. It takes a lot of give and take. So, you know, we say this 
um, very gen- generally, but um, fine-tuning those things, like there's no set number for what a breakfast roast is to anybody. Um, it just kind of, back in the day, you didn't need to, to singularly define things. It was just like, generally, if you want something light, do that. If you want something really dark, do that. So um, Marie was saying, you know, when they started Last Chicas in 2005, they were still kind of on the brink of those things. Like everything was still, you still kind of referred to everything as a Vienna or a Viennese or this is a city, it's medium. Um, so it was just easier for them to communicate to uh, the consumer that way. Um, but you know, the bags have upgraded a little bit. There's like little number scales, uh, to kind of show you how, how long it was roasted for. The trick with this though, and Marie and I have so many conversations about this at the roastery, uh, when we're, when a harvest arrives and we're trying to figure out how we want to roast it, uh, how we want to describe that for the customer to pick up on the shelf. Um, there's a lot of, um, miscommunication that can go on with those. I think we can have some tremendous coffees and the trick is like going back to the whole floral thing at the beginning of the episode, coffee roasting is such an art and a craft. And I talk about that all the time, but you know, it's so magical to me to see firsthand that this green bean is starting as one thing and I have slowly caramelized it in very specific ways to pull out certain flavors. And I like to think of like a brown sugar example if you can't imagine what I'm saying because everybody starts to be like well how are you getting orange though bitch like what do you mean you've got to be adding something and it's like not at all and that's really what makes it so special is that all of these qualities are already intrinsically inside the bean and you and caramelizing them in a certain way and dehydrating and using so much gas and so much airflow all of these things tie together to create um, the perfect environment to create those flavors so I, I talk about brown sugar because you can start with raw brown sugar. And if you eat it, if you ate some brown sugar, it's pretty sweet, um, kind of dissolves pretty quick. If you were to start cooking that brown sugar on your stovetop, you'd see it gets pretty rich. The color's changing. It's kind of um, enveloping your nose a bit more. And then if you cook it even more, it turns into this. Um, it moves from like a sticky caramel that once was brown sugar. Now we have a sticky caramel. There's more of a, a finish in your mouth. And if we cook it even longer, it kind of changes to like a deep molasses, something dark, something heavy. And then if you cook it even longer, you've got a dirty, horrible pot to deal with that's just coated in brown sugar. So there's, if you think about it like that, that's what we're doing with coffee. Like you're just cooking these things in a different way. So um, maybe those sugars had a bunch of acidity inside and that, that beans characteristic, just like I was saying with apples, like Granny Smith apples are super tart. I don't know, maybe I'm out of touch with apple tasting, but you know what I mean? Like different apples have different tastes and you're never going to make another apple taste a different way. But maybe when you bake a Granny Smith, it gets a little softer and less sweet and that's the flavor you want. Um, is that making sense? <laughs> like, do you, do you know what I mean? So I think that's, that's a really special part about roasting. I, I encourage everyone not to knock any roast profiles until you've tried them. Um, because I, I'm not shy about saying I don't like dark coffee, but, um, that doesn't mean like I recommend dark coffee a lot because I know people will like it. And, and then they talk to me and they're like, yeah, but you don't like it. Blah, blah. It's like, oh girl, we're getting in circles here. Like I think, um, each roast offers something really special. It just depends what you're looking for. And I think you really enjoy the cup a lot more once you realize that it's such a craft to get it there. 
that's all I have to say about Rose Profiles. If you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Um, if you haven't checked out the interview with Maria, it's a two-parter. Maria Fiaios and I sit down and talk about sustainability in the coffee industry. It's a really important conversation. Um, so those are the last two episodes in the catalog if you haven't listened to them. Um, if you're new to Afternoon Bloom, uh, hop back to uh, the catalog. Start from the beginning. Um, all the episodes are formatted in a question form. So um, if you have a question, check it out see if the question is there um and if it if you have a question and it's not there i'm happy to do an episode about it so um thanks for the feedback for the continued love and support this podcast is super super fun um jacob and i are having a great time doing it so um yeah feels feels good for the support guys thank you if you want, you can find me, Rachel Helm, on Instagram at HelmRach. You can find Jacob Ancy on Instagram at Bungalow underscore Jonathan. And you can find Afternoon Bloom on Instagram at Afternoon Bloom. Um, yeah, thanks. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>